Hey, folks, have you ever heard of condo flipping? I've heard a lot of stuff around condos and and regular homes and flipping, but I haven't really heard too much about condo flipping. But our guest today is Simon Yan, and he is zooming in from beautiful Richmond Hill, Ontario. And Simon is a very, very accomplished real estate entrepreneur, real estate investor. He's been doing this for years. He's He's got a lot of experience around multifamily. But today, he suggested we talk about flipping condos because that's something that a lot of people, myself included, don't know very much about. So, Simon, welcome to the show. Great to have you. Thank you, Dave. I appreciate you giving me the opportunity to be here. Oh, it's my pleasure, my friend. So, hey, tell us a little bit about yourself, how you got into this whole world of real estate investing in the first place. Absolutely. So my name is Simon Yan, and uh, I'm a, a real estate investor for over 20 years. I think I'm really doing it seriously in the last 18 months and uh, be able to build a portfolio of eight-figure, primarily in multifamily. But today I'm not going to talk about the multifamily, but we'll focus on the condo flip. And that is actually something that I've been doing for uh, over 10 years. Uh, I, I have done literally thousands of condo unit uh, renovations uh, during that time. Uh, All right. So, so well, let's back up for a second. You've been investing in real estate for about 20 years now. What first piqued your interest about real estate? What were you doing before that? Or what were you doing up until 18 months ago when you really decided to kick this up into gear? You do want to know a little bit more about me. So that's uh, yeah. great. Excellent. I think in the in 20 years ago, I think it's the first time I started like build, buying like a pre-con uh, yeah. kind of apartment at that time. And at, uh, and then I continued to do a few of them and it mm -hmm. served me well. And also doing some of the uh, single family flipping, uh, do the working with designer to design the, um, the, the house to renovate it and sell it in the market. And was this all around the GTA that you were focusing? Yes, primarily in the GTA area. Okay. Um, and I, I was a like I'm an immigrant from Hong Kong, like about thirty years ago into Canada. And I just like a lot of the our parents tell us um, that study hard, yeah. work hard, climb the corporate ladder, um, which I did all that. And uh, but eventually, after like fifteen years of corporate career successfully i got bored so what, what was what was your corporate career if you don't mind me asking simon what's sure. your uh it was in medical software like working oh, okay. in uh, radiology uh, cardiology and uh, various discipline within the hospital um in the information system it was cool that back then being able to transfer like uh radiology images over the internet yeah that and would have been still, cutting cutting edge at that time yes yeah yeah. Okay. All right. So you're one of those smart, very computer literate type guys. That was your, that was your career for a number of years. You got bored with it. You started getting into real estate investing. Simon, do you remember, it's been a while I know, but what was that initial spark that got you into that very first deal? Why did you decide to jump into, into real estate investing? Whereas a lot of your counterparts, I'm sure were more in the the stock market and that side of things. What what led you towards real estate in the first place? I have to feel that little gap between the eighteen months ago and my finish of my corporate uh, uh, em employment at that sure. time. 
because uh, I I always know that I have an entrepreneurial spirit within me. Mm-hmm. So at the at, at when I finished my corporate job, the job, uh, I I opened up a renovation company from nothing. Oh. And uh, over the over the, about ten years time, I'm able to build it up to like a multi million dollar company and being successful um, in that, and it becoming more stable right now. Then my urge of entrepreneurship starts scratching inside, itchy inside again. So that's why uh, it's uh, I started uh, seriously real estate investing about eighteen months ago. And the spark that you were talking about is. Because one of my clients is a public REITs company. So I see them growing from like a couple billion dollars access under management when I started with my renovation company. Which is pretty big. To now, they are like 30 plus billion dollar asset under management. In that sense, my company grow, but I didn't grow like that so okay <laughs> yeah. there's something uh something 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 that they're doing that i'm not doing and and i watch them doing it like uh on a daily basis so i figure mm, i gotta do something i just copy doing okay. something similar in a much smaller scale all right and that's the condo flipping and the multifamily and the condo flipping side of work all right well perfect thank you for for filling that in there simon so let's Let's talk about condo flipping. Well, I'm kind of curious. I'm very curious, actually, because your background, your your corporate background, and then starting up your own renovation company, that's a big difference, man. That, that's a, that is a <laughs> radical shift. All right. Were you just like really passionate about swinging hammers and and and, and doing renos or, or what got you into that business in the first place? I, I think... There's a couple of things there, right? And one is, is that I believe that in entrepreneurship, I always know that I want my own business. I yeah. just don't know how at my early younger age of myself. Yeah. But then, then over the years, I evaluate many opportunities. And, and then it comes to a point that uh, I, I, I have the opportunity got presented to me a, a number of times and I, I, I have to decide that this is the time. There's no good time for making the decision. So now is the best time. And uh, finally I bite the bullet and and, and uh, quit my job and start my business in that sense. Uh, so, and, so you started from scratch or did you did you buy an existing business from somebody? I started else? from scratch. Uh, I, I did have, a, I do have a partner uh-huh. who is uh, specialized in it. Myself, then I thought about, well, buying some pre-con, flipping some houses. I'm an expert in, uh, uh, in in construction business, right? <laughs> of course not. That's not the, the real case. Yeah. Uh, however, uh, it does translate into like years of uh, hard work, like uh, grinding it out from bootstrapping from the beginning. And, and so that were, was were fun you, were too. You, were you actually, back, were you swinging I mean, hammers or were you, were you swinging hammers and stuff? Or were you more on the, the sales and marketing and and the back end side of things with the the business. Yeah, I would be focusing more on the uh, offer size of things and yeah. sales, marketing, and operation from that okay. standpoint. I mean, at the beginning, even I would drive a normal car, and then we'll be going to buy materials, and then the the lady at the counter would laugh, "Hey, do you want my rundown van instead? <laughs> like an exchange, right?" I mean, yeah, that was uh, those are some good memories. Yeah, no, that's good. I always. As a fellow entrepreneur, I always love hearing the 
the beginning stories of, of how people got started. Well, that's awesome, Simon. Okay. So now let's, if you don't mind, let's, let's talk about condo flipping. First things first, what does that even mean? What, what is your definition of condo flipping? So my definition of condo flipping is really all about finding fairly dilapidated like uh, condo units that is available on the market uh, okay. or, or off the market or whatever means that you can source it. The uglier it looks, the better it is. The, sometimes I, 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 people say they go to, for shopping. For, for bags, for handbags, for stuff, but I like to go to shop for ugly apartments, buildings, units <laughs> within it. So that is the first number one step. So that. so instead of the, the usual I buy houses type stuff, it's I buy condos. You're focusing, you're laser focused on that niche for this particular side of the business. Absolutely. It, feel, it makes me feel young at times because I see those ugly and decades old piano decades old appliances in the unit that's great that's perfect for me nice i got excited <laughs> when i see okay. those all, all right so it's it's basically the the flipping houses idea but 100% focused on condos so what's what would you say are the big advantages to flipping condos over the more traditional single family detached houses kind of flips what what are your thoughts on that I have done all of those. Yeah. I often find that like uh, when I'm doing like flipping houses, they're usually more a typical issue arise in every of every one of the projects. They all comes up with some unique problems of its yeah. own. Like if I buy a house A, house B, house C, house D, they would have like all four or five different uh, problems. Okay. That comes up from it. Once you open up the wall, once you open up the the floor, once you open up the tile, I mean, something's gonna be different from this one to that one. And when it comes to condo flipping, um, it's much less surprises. It's very consistent. In because that because you're really only having to deal with whatever's inside the walls, right? You don't have to be dealing with roof issues, leaky roofs. You don't have to be dealing with foundation problems you don't have to be dealing with any of the electrical i don't think or plumbing issues if i'm not mistaken is that correct it's just like you yeah i think the main thing is the structural yeah the issues that are associated with um, houses versus uh, condo you don't mm -hmm. deal with any of those i mean you do even you have to do deal with the uh, uh, electrical and the plumbing part of it uh it would be much smaller scale yeah because you're going out to the street or anything like that. It's just you, you cannot change where the toilet is. You cannot change where the bathtub is. You can change the bathtub to a shower, but you cannot change it to another place per se within a condo. But you can do anything within the house, um, where the, the per permits and the construction rules uh, allow you to do so, right? Yeah. So so that would be the huge difference. Um, aside from that, I think the other aspects of it is because I've done, I mentioned, like, I've done thousands of those condo uh, renovations uh, over the years. And we, we got it down to a science that I can do it in like 30 days. So, so consistently, uh, yeah. no surprises and be able to streamline along the way in terms of material sourcing, cabinet sourcing, trade sourcings and uh, designer packages that I want to choose from based on the price point that I want to attain. 
And all those are all streamlined based on the experience that I have with the thousands of uh, uh, condo that I have done so far. So that's kind of why I like the condo flipping operation. Yeah. No, that makes a lot of sense, Simon. So I'm, I'm thinking about this. Okay. From the point of view of a viewer or a listener, they're watching this and going, that sounds really cool, Simon. And, you know, compared to a, especially in the GTA, compared to buying a single family detached house, you can get into one of these properties a lot less expensively, right? And if you don't have to deal with the major headaches and, and expenses of, of what's involved with flipping and rehabbing a, a house, your your renovation costs are going to be a lot less and get it dialed in like you've got it. And it's a lot faster. Yeah, it makes a lot of sense there. Um, what are What would you say are some of the pitfalls to this or some of the, the downside, if there are any, to condo flipping the downsides are very minimal to me in a sense but i would say that one of the hard part hard part is to to be able to find that dilapidated units it's not coming in every day if it does come in every day i will buy it every day but unfortunately they don't come in every day uh having said that though they exist they come in every week or every other week they do exist. So you uh, and you got quite a few condos in Toronto. If you look okay. hard enough, <laughs> yeah. you would be able to find it. Yeah. I think that would be one of the one of the main things. The other thing is you can talk, you can talk, you can, you can say this is a downfall, or you can say it is a benefit at the same time. Uh, what I mean by that is it's a smaller scale project. So the 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 gross co- amount of money that you can make is uh smaller relative you're doing a multifamily or you're doing a big uh, custom home in the sense that you're talking about a million dollar project. You're talking about like uh, uh, $600,000, $800,000 condo that you're buying and you're making. So the percentage wise, um, it might not be a big amount that uh, some people are looking for, but at the same time, it's a smaller amount of investment. So that's what I mean, like um, if there were like someone just starting mm-hmm. and don't know a lot about the renovation business, this could be a very contained problem that they can try to tackle and gain experience through that with the limited capital that they might have. At the same time, if you're an investor, well, I mean, I say like it's not easy to come by with a condo, but it's not. It's much harder to come by with a big multifamily that is. Uh, oh, definitely works, right? So, so there are gaps between projects per se. Then you could quickly fill one of them to supplement your cash flow situation and and make a make it make a, make your journey much more uh, easier. In that yeah, sense. Well, that that, that sense. makes a lot of sense, Simon. So, well, you're you're right in the thick of things with these kind of projects if you were somebody newer in a different market maybe not as big as toronto what would you recommend to people to find these kind of properties are you are you mostly finding them on mls are you finding them off market are you finding them through property management companies where where are these distressed condos coming from typically i would say primarily through mls believe it or not uh, and secondarily, I would say from a wholesaler that they wholesalers. 
Yes, okay. seller, they would have uh, at times uh, some of these good deals and mm -hmm. also like through your network that uh, some people want to offload it, but they don't want to do much with the with the unit, but they want, they, I mean, or they have a family member pass away uh, or, 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 or need to go to a senior home or something like that. They need to make the quick decision quick. Yeah. Uh, then then the, that, that's where the opportunity will arise. So you've been doing these for years. You've done thousands of them for your for your 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 REIT clients. You've done lots of them for yourself. I know, I know it's it's gonna it's gonna change from project to project. Plus, you know, you've you've got all the possible discounts you could possibly get because of your your contracting business. But give or take, what's the average budget for doing one of these renovations? Uh, I think that's a very difficult question yeah. in nowadays world, in what I know now as an experienced real estate investor. Yeah. But I would say that I would I would pick a I would picture a range maybe typical, typical scenario. Yeah. Typical scenario. If you go with like more like a traditional type of financing that you come up with like 25% down or 20% down, and then you finance it in that sense. Then a project, I would say, typically it would be around two hundred fifty, two hundred to three hundred thousand dollars. To just, just for the renovation costs? No, no, no. For that's for down payment, the renovation. Well, and let, let's let's let's, let's keep the let's keep the renovation the down payment out of it. Okay. So let's say you've, you've got the unit. Just let's say your your reno costs, holding costs, that sort of thing. What? What's the kind of range typically you're looking at there? Maybe uh, let me break it down even further, right? I mean, okay. I think the renovation cost would ranges from sixty to eighty thousand dollars. Okay, depending on the neighborhood and the um, size of the units, that would be a more typical. I mean, you mm -hmm. can always sky is the limit in terms of what you want to do with the renovations. Right, then you have your typical land transfer tax. You have the mm -hmm. typical closing costs. I would say, I mean, let me see. Um, about hundred thousand dollars to one fifty in that range for oh, uh, renovation and closing costs and operating costs in that sense, depending on how much you're buying, right? Like the right. The, the the cost of the condo unit that you're buying for. Now that you've done so many of these, Simon, what what quick tips might you give somebody new to this about the kind of renovations? they should focus on to create the best possible sellable product without going crazy and spending too much on it. What, what, where did people get the biggest bang for their buck in these kind of condo renos? Uh, okay. That's a great question. So I would say that what our model usually involved to like complete renovations to, to the, to the unit, but the money really spent in the kitchen as number one okay. number two would be the um the 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 bathrooms mm -hmm. and number three would be the floorings and then okay. the rest is just uh uh cosmetic in a sense and how far you want to get um i'll give you another nugget in that sense the audience in that sense is that depending on the area you might want to do something specific or cat eye-catching for your particular units so that uh, it stand out even more 
by the by the nature of you have renovated this unit is already stand out among the crowd yeah um, of all unit no matter how good the market is or how bad the market is you you're the top candidates for everyone who is on the market for a condo in that sense. it's pretty much a brand new unit by the absolutely time yeah and you have significant competitiveness over like the um, pre-construction unit that's a brand new condo unit because they're selling it at top dollar but you right. get it the same thing within your unit, although you might not get the facility that the right. buildings give you, but in a much significant discounted price. So I the point that I was talking about, you might want to add a feature wall here and there. You might want to add a fireplace or whatever that make it make it even more stand out per your budget allows. Yeah. So that would be the icing on top. Now, do you go all out with staging to sell these properties quickly, Simon? That's a... Uh, must yeah that is a must uh because you if you want to this model require that you get the uh uh the 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 wow factor mm -hmm. to the potential buyers um that uh oftentimes our property will get multiple offers um in that sense to really get maximize your potential revenue and benefits from that yeah no that's very very smart simon this is uh, fascinating. I really want to thank you for sharing your insights and your experience here. If people want more of Simon Yan, how can they connect with you? What's the best way? I think uh, connecting through Facebook and Instagram would be probably the best. All uh, right. Search for Simon Yan. And there you pop up. All right, my friend. Hey, thanks so much for being on the show. This has been a lot of fun. I learned something, that's for sure. And uh Congratulations and keep on rocking it with your multiple different real estate endeavors. Thank you for having me, Dave. My pleasure. All right, everybody, take care. We'll see you on the next episode.